Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from ProFlowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. 
in the air everywhere as we are back at it. A new weekend is upon us, and we are glad you have found your way into the podcast world. We are not restricted by the Federal Communications Commission because this is only available in the podcast format. A spinoff of the Ben Maller Show heard five nights a week, syndicated on Fox Sports Radio through iHeart all over. The United States and 165 countries and ships at sea all over the uh, globe there because of the American Forces Network. But this podcast is an interview podcast, and uh, we are joined this weekend. Amazingly, I thought he wasn't going to be here, but David Gascon (laughs) is in the house. His own tone sound effects as he makes his way to the microphone. Well, I mean, I got people that are here and near and dear to my heart. You got some fanboys and bootlickers and sicko fans on the overnights. So it's a it's a perfect no, combination. No, no. I have people that respect uh, quality uh, radio. Oh That's it. Oh That's boy. it. That's all. I, that, that nothing more than that. Oh nothing boy. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. They call it fanatics. Yeah. Fanatics. Yeah. Maybe if you were good, you'd have some. Uh, maybe. I got lovers. That's all I got. I'm I'm excited about this guest today. We um Well, not really a guest, a friend of the podcast. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. We don't do guests. We have friends of the podcast. People we like, people we want to talk to. Yeah. And we I figure like we, we need to get back to our roots because now I love Dave Parker and that was great. And it you know flashed back to my childhood with Dave Parker, but I love talking radio, you know, the business of radio. Yeah. I love it. I'm a radio nerd, and I love the, the the great people that are on radio that do such a great job and having some of them on and people we know. And uh, we are excited because not only do we get to talk to a colleague at Fox Sports Radio on the weekends, but also a guy I've known since I was a kid. I started in radio when I was 19 years old, and this guy was one of the big stars at the at the Mighty 690 when I started. And I didn't intern on his show. I interned on Lee Hacks on Hamilton show. But we're talking about Steve Hartman, the man that has been the loose cannon of Southern California and syndicated radio for forever, pretty much, right? Going back to the the late '80s, early '90s, uh, he's been on on radio, and so we're gonna we're gonna catch up with Steve Hartman, which I'm excited about because uh, I have a lot of stories with Steve, and and Steve's uh, been on television and radio and done it, uh, had a Hall of Fame career. He's actually in. Uh, Maybe we'll bring this up, maybe maybe not, but he's in the uh, the Southern California Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. And yeah. it's funny because Arnie Spanier, he's trying to get into that Hall of Fame. He's very <laughs> upset that he's not in it. We've had Arnie on the podcast, and uh, I'm not in it either, but Steve's in it. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. we got a verified, bona fide Hall of Famer here. Yeah. He's joining a, us right now. He's so. a beast. I... So I worked as an intern for him back in the day, back when I was at San Diego State. I think it was like 2004, 2005. And, mm-hmm. and I was one of those loggers. I don't know if you, you did this back in the day, Ben, but I had a log tape. And this is when they did uh, tape-to-tape editing. So whenever I was given a cassette tape or a VHS tape, I'd have to log the time from when, like, let's just say it's Major League Baseball. I'd have to log the time from when a pitch was thrown to when the pitch or the play was over with. So I had logged time. So when they did their television spots, that there'd be you know enough time in there for when they had obviously sound on tape. 
So I was logging all the B-roll for them. So I knew Steve only from afar because everyone said he was pretty much like the class nerd. He was just like in and out, perfectly parted hair. It was loud. He was he was just uh, he was just that guy. And uh, pretty surreal to all of a sudden fast forward the clock a decade and a half later and uh, I get to be working with him. That's pretty cool. And uh, Steve is authentic. You know, some of these guys in radio, and I'm pretty quiet off the off the radio, uh, Gascon. Yeah. I, I'm pretty reserved. But Steve's 24-7. He's, he's nonstop. It's unbelievable. He and he doesn't look like it. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. I know. He works every day. and But it's just his personality. Like, I, I try to kind of wind down, and uh, but he, uh, he does not. He does not believe in winding down. Well, enough of that. Let's welcome in the man, the myth, the legend. FSR colleague, he's doing morning drive in San Diego, but he is the ultimate loose cannon, a man who has seen and done everything, uh, Steve Hartman. So, Steve, it's great to have you on. We've been trying to get you on the podcast. Actually, Gascon hasn't been trying to get anyone on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> let, let me begin with this. Now, you've had many great accomplishments. You've covered Super Bowls, All-Star Games. You've interviewed the biggest, name in, biggest names in sports. So where does this appearance on the Fifth Hour podcast rank in your <laughs> hierarchy of career accomplishments? Well, this doesn't take a lot of thought, Ben, because it, it is absolutely at the top. And I, let, let me say for the record, let me make this perfectly clear, for the record, and I say this in 100% honesty, and I've said this from the first time I've heard Ben Maller on the radio. Ben Maller is the best at what he does. Now, you can qualify that in any way you want, but I believe that Ben Maller is the best at what he does, and I just want to state that for the record. So twist it any way you want. You do what you do better than anyone else does it. Period! Wow. Exclamation point! Wow! Now that's a ringing endorsement. As you know, Steve, I started at the station you started. I was just a merely in, you know lowly intern at Extra Sports Six Ninety, the Mighty Six Ninety, and I interned for Hacksaw. We've had Hacksaw on the podcast a couple of times, but I remember I'd get there early because I was a radio nerd, Steve, and I would see you and Chet Forte doing your thing there doing the show, and I, I love the vibe and that whole thing, and obviously I've gotten into the business all these years and been in it and whatnot. But what was it like? I want to know, before I got there, I saw what it was like when I got there a few years after the station had launched, but what was it like when you guys first went on the air and launched that thing? Oh, my. All right, so, Ben, I, I mean, I don't want to go a whole history lesson, but we have time. It's a podcast. So, um, as you know, back in the 80s, I was working as the PR guy for the L.A. Raiders. I had no interest in being a broadcaster, never thought about being a broadcaster. You know, I was working as a PR guy, and I got frustrated because Al Davis wouldn't give me a raise to $30,000 a year. This is literally why I quit the Raiders, is I asked, I wrote a letter to Mr. Davis saying, you're you're paying me $24,300, I'm doing a crap load of work, pay me to $30,000. He said, Thirty thousand. We are five and ten this year. You want me to give you a raise? That was enough. <laughs> Done. Finished. I took a non-sports job for four months. I had seen the movie Wall Street one too many times, and I was convinced I was working for Gordon Gecko and I was Bud Fox. Four months later, I quit that job. So I was back at ground zero. 
And as you know, Ben, my radio career actually started this little K-Fox radio with my mentor, Bud Ferrillo. Bud Ferrillo, my whole career is due to a man named Bud Ferrillo. The steamer. The steamer, long-time yeah. newspaper radio guy in Los Angeles. He took me under his wing when I was 20 years old. He said, you're freaking kid. I don't know how you retain so much crap in your head that I could use you. So I was working at this little radio station, K-Fox, when Bud got contacted by a man named John Lynch. And it was amazing to me because uh, this John Lynch uh, was in San Diego. He had a station 690. It was the flagship of the Chargers. And they had an afternoon radio guy named Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. And I'd never heard of Hacksaw. You know, Ben, how it is. If you don't understand this from the Southern California standpoint, there are three distinct markets. There's L.A., there's uh, Orange County, and there's San Diego. The relevance of San Diego sports in L.A. is no different than Buffalo. There is no relevance of San Diego sports in Los Angeles. So I had never heard of this Hacksaw guy. So Bud calls me and he says, look, listen to this. You can hear the signal up in L.A. So I'm listening. The first time I hear Hacksaw, I call back Bud. He goes, what do you think? I said, I literally counted 12 things this guy made up, completely made up. Like there's, <laughs> he, he's, he's stating things on the air that are not true. I mean, absolutely not true. So we went down to do an audition show on the weekend. And you can, you can figure this one out, Ben. So we drive down to San Diego. This is old Pacific Highway Studios. Yeah. And we do a Saturday audition show. And Bud had lined up all these guests, and I was going to do, like, updates. But it's the Bud Furlow show, right? Yeah. And none of the guests showed up. It was a catastrophe. I mean, it was the <laughs> worst radio show ever. I wish I had a tape of this show. It was an absolute <laughs> bomb. So we're driving back to L.A. I go, well, there goes that opportunity in San Diego. But they stayed in touch. And the next thing you know, I get called down to San Diego. They tell me, look, we don't want Bud. We want you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the Bud Furlow show. Well, we got this young guy, Brad Sessmat, and we're going to put you with him. And I'm like, really? So they hired me. And then seven months later, Brad was out, and Chet Forty shows up. How much interaction did you have, Ben, with uh, Chet? Did you have much? It, yeah, yeah. I only uh, met him a few times. He's very nice. Uh, little guy, right? Little guy, I remember. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to him a bit in the uh, the newsroom with the high-speed sports wire and the sports ticker right. and all that. But, uh, yeah, I didn't talk to him too much. There was only a few times I talked to him back in those days. But he was great. You you and Chet were wonderful. He had all the certain well, for, for those that don't know, he was, the, he was the Monday so I'm, night I'm like guy. Yeah, I'm like this novice, right? Seven months yeah. on the radio. I'm still trying to figure out if this is anything I have any interest in doing. And they stick me with, you know, Chet Forty. And I'm thinking, didn't we interview him talking about how he was facing a prison sentence for federal <laughs> tax evasion? Like, he was going to go to prison. And now we're going to hire this guy to be my partner. And I remember John Lynch, the guy that ran our station, looked at me and he goes, you better make this work. And I'm like, so my whole career, as short as it was at that point, is riding on me trying to figure out how to do a radio show with a guy that had even less radio experience than I had. So we were really two guys. And then, you know, back in those days, like sports talk radio was pretty mild. Wasn't too much noise going on. But early on, Chet and I just started screaming at each other. Like, he wasn't ready for a young guy to challenge anything he had to say. 
I was like, if you say one more stupid thing, I swear to God, I'm going to knock you into tomorrow. I mean, we got so heated on the air. All I kept thinking is my radio career is going to end before it even begins. And then there was an article in the Union Tribune down in San Diego that did this glowing review of our radio show. I'm reading this thing. Is this guy listening to what I'm listening to? <laughs> and from that point on, and of course, we got the name of Loose Cannons from Hacksaw, who was getting inundated with phone calls on his show, which came on after ours, for people complaining about our show, that these guys are off their charts, they're ripping the chargers and everything else. And he called us a couple of loose cannons. And you know how a nickname works. And, like, you don't give yourself a nickname. That's right. So that's right. somebody called the sax that said this. And the next caller said, hey, loose cannons. And that's how it started. It just went like wildfire from that point on. So those five years with Chet, it's hard to believe now. It's going to be 25 years since he passed away coming up here on May 18th. 18th, Ben, is the wow. 25th anniversary of Chet passing away, if I you can't believe, believe that. I can't believe it's been that long. And, and uh, you, you guys did so well, and then you, you've you kept the Loose Cannons brand going all these years. How many different Loose Cannons? I know you did the show. <laughs> you know, after Chet passed away, you, you changed it up, and then you went to L.A., and you did the show with Vic the Brick and Michael Thompson and Pat O'Brien and uh, – how many different in- incarnations have there been of the loose cannons? <laughs> well, Ben, let, let's let's be. I I don't know if I have any real standing in the history of sports talk radio, but I can safely say that no one has hosted a show with more co-hosts than I have in sports radio history. I mean, yeah. I've done shows with you. Who yeah. haven't I done a show with in my career? Um, well, so yeah. I, I guarantee you, I hold that record without a doubt. Uh, but the true loose cannons after Chet Forty was Philly Billy Wardell. Then I came up to Los Angeles with Michael Thompson and Vic the Brick. And then they got rid of it when I did the national show with Chris Myers. It was Myers and Hartman. I hated that. We went back to the loose cannons when we brought in uh, Pat O'Brien. And then after I went down to San Diego, they brought the loose cannon brand back. But you're not going to believe this. You ready for this, Ben? I'm so ready. I get moved in December of the morning show in San Diego, the Fox affiliate, got taken out by budget cuts. So mm-hmm. sort of like when the pandemic began, everyone's sort of like, uh, you know, we're going to flatten the curve for a couple of weeks. So my boss in San Diego said, can you just temporarily fill in on the morning show? I'm still on the morning show. And my partners, Rich Ornberger and John Schaefer, who did the afternoon, they're still called the loose cannons. What? So, what? so the loose <laughs> cannon. So right now, and people are like, Where's Hart? How can you have a show called the Loose Cannons without Hartman? But that's where yeah. it is right now. The afternoon show on Extra <laughs> 1360 in San Diego is called the Loose Cannons with Rich Orberger and John Schaefer. <laughs> and I'm wow. doing the morning show. Oh wait, wait. So, so Steve, now Steve, I yeah. went on. I went on the podcast. I, I was. I went through the the thirteen sixty page, and I was like, all right, I want to see what's going on here, and uh, do my due diligence. And I saw the loose cannon's name, and I didn't see your picture. And I thought, well, maybe you just didn't want your picture used or something. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that, that you weren't even part of that show right now. That's crazy. Yeah, I, it's it's unbelievable. And people are confused, like, and there are people like. Have you left the station? I go, no, I'm on the mornings. You know how this works. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, got yeah, your yeah. audience, Ben. People people have a certain show, whether it's the mornings, middays, afternoons, late night, whatever, that they're locked into. They don't necessarily know the entire lineup of the station. They just know the shows that they listen to. 
And so there are people like, you know, who have my Twitter account, Facebook, Twitter, if you left the station, I go, no, I'm on the mornings. I'm doing yeah, this morning yeah. show now from 6 to 9. So. Well, it is, it is one of the great revelations, though, Stephen. I, I learned that over the years being in, in radio, that, you know, you think you're the most important person to somebody's oh, life, yeah. but really... It's just the time you're on, they happen to be listening. And if you're not there, they're, you know, they, li- they might like you, but they're not going to really, most people aren't going to go out of their way. You know, they, right. it's, it's, it's like if you're there, it's convenient, they'll listen. If not, eh, sorry, wonder what happened, but I'll move on. It's crazy. Today, today, literally today on our text line, doing the morning show, I've been doing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Radio for 32 years now, nonstop, 32 years, much of this time seven days a week, right? And somebody texted me and goes, I've never heard this Steve Hartman guy, but I really like what he has to say. <laughs> so yeah, 32 years and somebody today texted in listening to the morning show saying I've never heard this Steve Harbin guy before but I really like what he has to say All right, I think he's got a chance to make it I think Steve Harbin can have a long <laughs> career and a hall of fame career in radio that's what I think Yes, guess, I just think it's great you always think like everyone's followed your entire career religiously and you know I've had people Michael Thompson, believe it or not, came in our show. I have Michael every once in a while, and he was upset that we were calling the show Loose Cannons. 
He goes, we were the original loose cannons. And I'm like, actually, you weren't, Michael. Chet Forty was the original loose cannon. He got hammered on social media. Know your loose cannon history. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, guys, I, I, I know a little something of something, but I'm going to make an educated guess here. And I'm going to say that guy that made that compliment to Steve was not, was not Don Martin. So we have to go third rail. So Steve, like it's not been all like smooth sailing, you know, sunshine no. and rainbows. You and Don Martin have had it. Uh, you guys have gone back and forth in years, right? Well, let's, let's talk about the whole Don Martin association. So here's what happened guys. So we were sailing along at six ninety. Uh, quite nicely, and they launched 1150. Ben, you're obviously very yeah, familiar with 1150. Right. That was my so Back in 1997, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, in yeah, 1997, they launched March, uh, it was Mar- 1150, it was Mar- March which was 10. going to be the L.A. counterpart to 690. Hmm. And this is when J-Core had acquired... Uh, the from what was called uh, what was our original stations uh, forget. anyway it, it was so Kiss they acquired car eventually gets swallowed up by Clear Channel yeah. so the idea was they had a guy named Jack Evans and Jack Evans was running the show and he was saying that 690 would be San Diego and 1150 was going to be LA and I remember asking well, why would they stop listening to 690 in LA because we had a huge L.A. Orange County audience. He goes, they will. Well, guess what? They didn't. So we get to 2002, and it's right around the time of the World Series when the Angels beat the Giants. I'll never forget this. So I had gotten a phone call a couple of months earlier from this Robin Bertolucci, and she was running KFI, but she was sort of overseeing the 1150 operation. There seemed to be transition, you know, like Dave Smith had been let go and, you know, yeah. some of the guys you all know from those 1150 days. So we were assuming as soon as the season was over, because their contract with the Dodgers was running out, that that would be the end of 1150. And that 690 would just hold as we had been before 1150. 
But I get this phone call from this Robin Bertolucci, and she says, yeah, could you fill in on the afternoon show on 1150 this week? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so we had our boss, Bill Pugh, who happens to be the brother of Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick's real name is Dan Pugh, by the way, as you guys know. So anyway, I, I go to Bill Pugh, our, our programming guy at 6 and I go, I get the weirdest phone call from this Robin Bertolucci, and she wants me to do the afternoon show. This will be, and I, I don't want to overstate my importance, but it was sort of like the Clippers calling the Lakers saying, can, can we borrow Kobe for a game? You know, like, you know, just could he, could he work for us? And his reaction was sort of like, well, what do you think? I'm like, what do you mean what I think? If you want the midday show here, you want me to do the afternoon show on that other station? Well, it never happened because they got into the World Series and everything else. And then the day that we'll all remember was the day that it was uh, Halloween 2002. Billy Wendell and I had just finished doing our midday show. And we finished the show, and we get called into Bill Pugh's office and he tells us that day, 690's dead, as we know it. We're going to merge 690 and 1150 to create a super station. And right now, you guys are not a part of it. And I'm like, okay, so what, what are we doing here? When are we going to find out whether we're a part of it? He wanted to bring in a show he had created down in San Diego, Scott and BR, Scott Kaplan, Billy Ray Smith. But when they notified the L.A. people, they're like, who the hell is Scott and B.R.? We want Hartman. We want the loose cannons. So I got the call, and then Philly Billy blindsides me because I fought hard to keep him on the show. He quits because John Lynch, our old boss at 690, was starting a new station, 1090, that was going to be based in San Diego. So the next phone call I get is from a guy who's just been hired to run the new superstation, Don Martin. Don Martin. So I've never met Don Martin. I find out that he's engaged to Robin Bertolucci, and we're going to meet. And I'll put this way with Don. It was a challenge, no question. And obviously Don has had a highly successful career in radio management. But we did butt heads. If I didn't like things that were happening, I told him. And he didn't always react all that well to that. So that's just the way I've been throughout my career. I mean, I, I lived to my loose cannon moniker. And we had episodes, many episodes over the years. We had good times. We had bad times. Uh, but the, the, the bottom line is this is going to happen in any industry, guys. I mean, I could give you one specific story. It's not exactly a secret story. It was a very public story uh, where Don and I had it out at a Dodger game, and it pretty much cemented our situation. But I'll also tell you this. Don Martin, when he got back in a position of power, running the network for Fox Sports Radio, had no hesitance in bringing me back to do the weekend. So um, the last yeah. time I saw Don was at the Southern California Sports Broadcasters Luncheon. They were honoring Vic before the pandemic, uh, and we were cordial. So uh, everything is good as far as I'm concerned. And, and you know, Ben, as well as well, even Mr. David Gascon, if you're in this business, if you want to survive in this business, you can't be making enemies. You can't be burning bridges. If you have disagreements, move on. 
and just get back to the business of doing good radio. No, but I got to tell you, Steve, that's one of the great accomplishments. I remember that night, and everyone was I, – I, my phone was blown up. Did you hear what happened in the in the luxury box at Dodger Stadium? I was like, no, I didn't hear what happened. And everyone had a different version. You know, it's like that – that phone game where you, you you pass the message along and all right. That's well, here I'll, I'll give you very quick what happened. So here's yeah. what happened. I was it was a Dodger Yankee game. Okay, so uh, the Yankees were at Dodger Stadium. So you know it's a massive crowd at Dodger Stadium. I was actually at the Dodger game doing television work. So I was on the field doing a live shot, and I run into Dave Weiss, the promotions director, and Brian Blackmore. You know, been working for the station. So I'm doing the national radio show at this point, and I don't have a whole lot of time in Burbank. Don had just been let go as running the Fox Sports Radio Network the week before, and I hadn't spoken to him since. So I asked Weiss, not knowing if Don was going to be at the game, whether they had the suite there. And we said, oh, yeah, go down and get some food. So I walk into the suite, and as I'm in the suite, I see Don Martin, and but he's got his back turned to me. He's getting some food, so I walk up to him and I, I'm anxious to find out what happened, right? And so I walk up to Don, and he turns around, and I said, "What's up, Bimar?" And he looks at me. He goes, "If I were you, I would turn around and walk out of here right now." And I'm looking at him like, you know, we're face to face. I go, "Why would I do that?" He goes. I know, and basically what happened was this. He was blaming Pat O'Brien for his being ousted by the network. Obviously, I had nothing to do with it. I had, I had, I wield no power at all. Zero. All I know is, is that the bosses at Clear Channel at the time had decided to flip our show and make it really the Pat O'Brien show. Again, something I had no control over, and neither did Don Martin. So, but Don was angry, and he took it out on me. And it was in front of a lot of people, a lot of people. And so, you know, again, I I just, I can get past all this stuff. It really doesn't phase me. But in reality, it it was pretty much the end for me as far as working Monday through Friday of the network. And uh, I feel fortunate to have continued my career after, and it was, it was just a very unfortunate situation. Steve, does this rival in, in comparison to when you, you gaslit a, a colleague of ours uh, a few years ago prior to the, uh, to the NFL draft? It was the draft that saw Baker Mayfield – Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, amongst many others, Josh Allen as well, and um, and you decide to poke and prod and and spearhead a knife into the side of Brady Papinga, thus uh, catapulting him into my studio, ready for a fist fight. <laughs> well, first of all, David, you, 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 I, I have nothing to do with that. That was you, man. <laughs> man let me, let me tell you, Gascon is unbelievable about this stuff. You talk about revisionist history. I had nothing to do with that. Now, yes, am I an antagonist? Ben's an antagonist. That's what we do. We, if we, if we see a spark. We put the blowtorch on it, and yep. Yep. the thing was, I did get Brady Papinga, former NFL linebacker, a big man, big man, yeah. really agitated with Gascon. Ben, you, you couldn't believe it. He literally walks out of the studio, 
right through the control studio, turns the corner into the update studio. I didn't get to see the expression on his face from where I was sitting. So, Davey, you tell me. Yeah, it was great. He he was he was standing what, over. What me. Are you, Brady Papinga is one of like the mellow. When I've been around him, he's been mellow and you know all that. But what did you do? Well, he he goes from zero to sixty in the blink of an eye if something just goes awry. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield, and I, I said Josh Rosen has been the better quarterback. You know, going through high school to college, it's not his fault that he's had an offensive line that's just been decimated. He's got no coaching staff, and you know Baker Mayfield's had all these things, the riches given to him at Oklahoma. And then I had seen Josh Rosen in high school and in college, and I knew Brady didn't monitor him like growing up, so he thought like Rosen was aloof and all these other things. And I pretty much said like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then. We come back from break, and he tries to start undressing me, saying, you don't know what defenses are. You don't know how to read coverage. And he starts asking me all these things, and I start answering on the air. But Steve continues to, like, poke at him <laughs> on air. <laughs> and then right after that, he came into the, you know, into the studio on break, and he got my face, and I got right up at him, too. And, um, and yeah, it was one Well, of and by the way, when he got back in studio, I totally backed him up. You know that. I wasn't going to go. I, 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 you, were, you, were, you were gone. You were absent to me at that point, Gascon. You were done, David. No, at that point, I was all Papinga. Steve. Taking uh, his side against you 100%. Now, the one thing that we'll get behind you on is despite the fact that you're a couple years older than both Ben and myself, uh, yes. you look like a 40-year-old man yeah. with You look better than, than I do. I know that, Steve. <laughs> it's amazing. It's unbelievable. And you, you have not, you know, you've got a little, uh, like I, I, was, I was telling a friend, I was watching on, on TV, and I said, you know, he's kind of become like a young Jim Hill. You know how Jim Hill hasn't aged? It all right. looks exactly the well, same. I went Jim I, Hill I, I, side by yeah. side for 12 years, so that's the whole point. In other words, he, I learned from Jim Hill how to basically freeze yourself <laughs> in time is, is when, what you do. When, when, um, when, when I, in I was, fact, I was looking the other day at a, a, a show that we did, uh, Jim and I, about 15 years ago. Uh-huh. And yeah, I have to admit, both of us pretty much look exactly the same. No, it's it's, it's, it's amazing for those for those listening that aren't in LA. Jim Hill's been on TV since I was a kid, and he looks yeah. exactly the same as when I was like eight years old watching him on TV. And Steve, you, you know, as you said, you look the same. So he he let you in on the cheat code. He let you in on how to not age, <laughs> stop aging. Well, the one thing Jimmy used to always say to me all the time was, "Keep fooling them, keep fooling them." I will say this about Jim Hill and just his hair, his fro. So I sat next to this man every weekend for 12 years in a row, 12 years in a row. And let's see, Jim now is 70, I want to say he's at least 73 years old. But in the years that I sat next to him, I never saw a single gray hair. Not one. So I, if, you know, a little touch up, you know, that's, that's sort of passable, but it was amazing to me. I kept thinking there's got to be one, like one, right? You could see, I can see his whole hair, everything, never once. Now, Steve, did you? Never once with did, Jim Hill. Speaking of Jim Hill, did you ever enjoy the experience that Jim Hill had at night on those party buses? <laughs> 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 So when I started working with Jim, this was in the beginning. So I, I started working at Channel 2 in 1998. And I'm a radio guy. I mean, I've been doing LA TV now for, it's going to be 23 years in June that I've been doing LA TV between CBS, KCAL, and KTLA, where I'm now. 
And but I've never looked at myself as a TV guy. I'm a radio guy who happens to do a weekend gig on TV. It's stealing money. I can promise you that. Anyway, so uh, Jim Hill immediately and I we we hit it off. Jim Jim doesn't get buddy buddy with a lot of people, right? Everyone knows Jim Hill, but he doesn't know everybody. If you actually hear him say your name, that's a miracle. Like even for me, it took probably a few months working on every week before he actually could say Steve. Like, I mean, he's not great with names. So as soon as we hit it off though, we we felt like, Hey, we're, we're pretty good together here. And in those days, Jim had the fun bus and the fun bus was exactly as advertised. It was one of those custom buses like celebrities have. You got to have some pretty serious coin to get one of those. And he would bring, let's say, adult entertainment onto the bus with us. <laughs> so it'd be like me and a friend of his and some girls. And it was a fun bus. So we did this everywhere. I went to have fun times in a lot of different places at Jim Hill. And he's a really fun guy and knows how to entertain himself. So, yes. We had quite a few excursions on the fun bus. Uh, legendary stories, to say the least. Wow. It's like the Jerry Jones party bus, the Jim Hill fun <laughs> bus. I, I, I remember, Steve, I, I have a great Jim Hill story. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've told this one before, but we were doing a remote at the 1150, when, when I was doing the 1150, from Bob's Classy Lady out in the Valley, a strip club. <laughs> which they, yeah. they put a, right. they put a, they put a sports bar behind the strip club and they wanted us to get people to go to the, the sports bar. <laughs> it, it did not work out very well, but we go into, you know, after the show, we go into Bob's classy lady, you know, that's we were done with our shift and we're, uh, you know, enjoying it there. And, uh, it was, it was so funny because the, the manager had come over and given, uh, some, some gift cards out. And, uh, I guess the legend, you know, to us, cause we were, you know, we were the radio guys, but I guess the legend is, and I don't think this is true. Cause I think that was too far from where Jim lived, but the legend I heard was that they gave him like a gold card. He was, he was oh, yeah. leg- at the Hollywood Tropicana, which used to be uh, right across from where CBS was. I remember back, back in the day, not that I went there, Steve, unless I might've gone there a few times, <laughs> but, uh, uh well, I'll put it this way. Now, again, this is no secret about Jim. And so, yeah, he, he likes adult entertainment. Who doesn't? So, um, but one night we were out on the fun bus and we made, we made a stop to a, uh, a strip place that I've never seen before. I still, to this day, do not know if this place exists. Like it was a private club. We walk in and everything was really upscale, like not your typical place. And (laughs) Jim was just classic. Like he, he, everybody knows Jim Hill. Who doesn't know Jim Hill in Los Angeles? So basically, he told them, unbeknownst to me, just take care of my boy Hartman over here. And to say that they did, they had, they, like, they had like a menu. Like you, 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 you order what kind of girl you want to be in the company of. You know, what kind of physical features do you find most appealing? And so I made my order, and a girl came up to me that was so beyond. It's like literally ordering a hamburger and you get prime rib. Like it was like, whoa, wee, wah, woo, wah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and Jim took care of everything. And I just remember I was up there, you know, multiple dances, the whole thing. All of a sudden I hear, Hey Hartman, we got to get going here. And of course I was in a fog. I didn't know where I was at that point. Um, but yeah, to be in the company of Jim Hill, 
is rarefied air. And, you know, I've, I've been insanely fortunate. I seem like accident after accident after accident in my career to be in the company of like really big time people and just sort of being dragged along to all their fun times. And uh, I've never complained yeah. about it. It's always good yeah. to me. Always works. Yeah. I, I know I know you got to go, Steve, in a, in a couple of minutes, but I just wanted to get a good Al Davis story. I've heard you tell the tale about Irwindale, and this is this is one of my favorite stories where the Raiders were for like two days going to move to Irwindale when they were the L.A. Raiders. What went on? Give me that story. It's one of the greats. When, when Al Davis went out, they had a news conference, and w- what went on with that episode? Well, here's, here's what happened to Irwindale. So if you don't know Raider history – when the Raiders moved to Los Angeles, all kinds of promises were made by the Coliseum Commission that they were going to build luxury suites. We even had a prototype luxury suite at our headquarters in El Segundo. And then the Coliseum Commission came under new leadership, and they ditched the whole idea of luxury boxes. They wanted to go with a multi-level parking lot. I know you guys have been with Coliseum. Do you see any multi-level parking lots? That never obviously happened either. So... All of a sudden, this guy named Xavier Hermosilio, Xavier Hermosilio, representing the city of Irwindale, uh, had a presentation of the idea that they would build a stadium in Irwindale for the Raiders. Well, Al Davis's initial reaction was, no chance. Okay, no, no, we're not. He didn't even know what Irwin. None of us knew where Irwindale was. They're like, ah, you know, it's north, north, okay? So what ultimately happened here was is that Hermosillo came back and said, I'll tell you what, we'll give you $10 million non-refundable if you just consider our offer. <laughs> wow. And, and it, the, by the way, you know what happened with that $10 million? That's how we signed Bo Jackson. That's wow. where the money came for the Raiders to entice Bo Jackson to create a double life as a Major League Baseball player and as an NFL player. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That money was partly used for that upgrades at our, our station. So, yes, we had a press conference out in Irwindale to announce the Raiders were proudly going to be making Irwindale our new home uh, when the bottom line was he had no intention of ever doing this, ever. They, yeah. That hole is still there where they, the foundation of that stadium, you can drive to Irwindale. It's never been filled in. It is absolutely there. Actually, well, no, I have an update. Now, I go by there, Steve. They actually did just recently fill it in, finally. After they finally all filled it they in because fi- I haven't been up in Irwindale yeah. years. Every time I used yeah. to drive up there, it was still a big yeah. hole. No, no. Uh, it, this was in the last, during 2020 with the whole COVID thing. They, uh, I think it was last year. They, they, I go by there on my way home, and they, they filled it in finally. But, yeah, every time I drove by there, I thought of Al Davis. And the, I remember the news conference when somebody showed up with an Irwindale Raiders jacket. I still oh. remember, like a silver Irwindale Raiders jacket. Listen, Steve, we got to have you on again. It's never going to happen, but once they handed him $10 million, he spent it immediately. Of course. Um, I, would know, too. I left there the following year in 1988, and I remember telling him, I actually did a sit-down with Mr. Davis, and I said, look, I, I was like the only L.A. guy there. All these guys are people that came down from Oakland originally. And I, I told them flat out, I said, you're never going to survive in L.A. if you don't start stepping up your game. It's not just about winning games. What do you do when you lose games? And all of a sudden, that's what was happening. We had lost about 20,000 fans per game after they had won that Super Bowl in L.A. because they were losing. Nobody in L.A. is going to support a loser and and unfortunately, the Raiders found out the hard way. <laughs> All right. Steve, we love you, man. Thank you. We got to have you on again. You're wonderful. You're great. I have a million stories. I'm just getting started. But, Ben, it's always great. <laughs> Mr. Gascon, love you guys. Ben, keep up. I get to listen to you Sunday night. I leave Hollywood at midnight. It takes <laughs> me two hours to get back to San Diego. I listen to you every second. So God shout out me. to you that God Sunday me. night into Monday morning. I, I laugh me. my ass off constantly wonderful. listening to your show. Best ever. Love you. All right. The legend. Uh, the so great good. Steve Harbin. Thank you, Steve. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from Pro Flowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this 
and connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now open Key Point Credit Union at 7030 Santa Teresa Boulevard in San Jose. Get the low rates you'd expect from a community-based, not-for-profit credit union. Special new member offer. Credit programs for those just starting out. Learn more at kpcu.com stbranch. Key Point Credit Union, next generation neighborhood banking. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.